Happy Women's History Month, everyone. It's been a long, long while. Oh my Lord, I've missed you guys. I've missed you, my ladies. I've missed you, my sisters. I took a break on December 16th to strategize and work on some new things. However, as I was planning to resume, COVID came calling. And this will be the third time. But this third time is no charm at all. It's not been an easy ride. Even though I feel I got better. You know when you're fine enough to not be bedridden, but not fine enough to be at your best. So I've been plodding along and trying to rest, but I just couldn't continue to be off this our little space amongst you and there's so much going on so today i have to step up to the podium of my life and do it hard so that's why today i'm gonna talk about going hard and what do you do this is your girl judith cambia obatusa J.K.O. When Messi can't stop her. Sometimes when things aren't exactly how you want them to be, don't let that deter you. Or when things are different from others, don't let that deter you. Just keep doing your thing. This is why in the last couple of months, since the last time I was here, I started a Facebook group, A Sisterhood for Us, where we can have intimate conversations with one another and with other people, experts to share things that will help us. It's private, the group, so if you DM me on Facebook or Instagram, I can invite you. I'm also going to do a little bit of Facebook promo, so hopefully to come up on your newsfeed but it's going to be very private because we do have to have a safe space that's not um open to everybody so that we can share those intimate things and support one another in the past few months i've also been working with an amazing group of women on a project an anthology titled a letter to my darling husband it should be published sometime during this month i will give you more details when that time comes there's so much happening and time isn't waiting for any of us so i had to come out and share what i've learned from this health situation and some other challenges I've faced since we last spoke. Well, not just the things I have learned, but speaking with other women who are stepping up to the podium of their lives in a very big way. I want to share some of the things about when hard happens, how did they keep going? Um, six things. Six is my favorite number, by the way. When I was young, I wanted to have a family that was of six, and I did have. <laughs> I did have a family of six. <laughs> so, uh, I want to share six things that we can do when hard happens. So the first thing is one to acknowledge 
Like the situation is the way it is. Like all the things I've gone through since uh, December, including this COVID that doesn't want to go away, but we'll have to. Acknowledge that that's where I found myself and accept the situation. It's the way it is. It is what it is. When my kids used to say it is what it is, I didn't really like it. But now I get what it means. It is what it is. It's important to recognize that difficult situations happen to everyone at some point in life. All these fabulous women you're seeing on social media, in the news, looking like life is perfect. They faced difficult situations and they may even be facing them while you're looking at them and saying, oh my Lord, she's got a perfect life. Challenging situations are a part of life and everyone faces them at some point. So you have to acknowledge that you're in a challenging time. You don't have to avoid or deny it. Feeling really not as strong as I used to be. So I had to slow down, but I was going along gently, trying to achieve the things I wanted to achieve. And I knew that I had to be here today. So I acknowledge my limitations, acknowledge the challenges, but I accept it and I have to keep going. So if you're in a situation, that's the first thing. Acknowledge it, accept it. You can change it immediately and just keep going. Second thing we can do is to take a break. What that means for someone like me in this situation now is I can't do everything I I could do before. So step back from my normal way, my normal life and take a break so that I'm not overwhelmed. Another thing it does for you, depending on the kind of situation, is it helps you to gain some perspective on your situation. It helps you see where you can let go of things and where you should focus on. So the areas that you're too weak to go on, you know, to drop them for now, and then you keep going with where you have strength. So it does help you to gain clarity when you take that time to reflect on your circumstances, your own unique circumstances, and understand what's causing the difficulty, especially if it's not like it's not a health challenge. And even if it's a health challenge, so if some people are living with health situations that are long-term, more long-term than my COVID situation that's is probably going to go anytime soon. Some people actually have some serious health circumstances that they've had to endure over the years. So if somebody were in that situation, they have to not judge themselves. They have to take the time to reflect and in a non-judgmental way and, you know, and just see this is my situation. And if it's a relationship situation, like I always say, people always tell people in domestic violence situations, why don't you leave him? But sometimes it's not that easy to take that step, especially where children are involved. People have to take time 
to get to that place where it's safe for them and it's able, they're able to do it. So just take a break to, to look at your own unique circumstances. The third thing you do when, when hard happens, you reach out for support, you know, talk to someone around you. So this is like your family or your friend, someone that can help you feel better and find new ways to cope. And I must add one more thing to this list. Do you know that social media has a lot of people who are sharing things that can support you? So there are groups to join. That's why we started the Mexican Stopper Sisterhood that I was talking about. So in spaces like that, you can share what's going on. And even just having the warmth of the community around you can make a whole lot of difference. So with the COVID situation, I remember the first time I had COVID, my church ladies, they did a food um, uh, calendar. People were bringing me food. And the second time I had COVID, I didn't tell anybody. I was just drinking a lot of tea and it helped. But this third time, I don't understand what's going on my body. I have people helping me to do things in the house. So depending on what your particular challenge is, don't keep it to yourself. The Bible says two are better than one. The Bible also says, many times they use that two are better than one for marriages. Bible also says that iron sharpens iron like a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. So getting support, reaching out, don't be ashamed. One thing that hampers us from reaching out for support is shame or guilt. Maybe the situation you that's so stressful or this hard situation happened because of your mistake or whatever, it doesn't matter. Those who support you will support you. And you can't just give up on reaching out for that support because you feel people are going to judge you. So you just keep trying. Reach out for support. The fourth thing on my list of learnings and what other women have told me they've applied is to practice self-care. I have a whole uh, series coming up around self-care. So what does self-care mean? <laughs> Some people think it's going to the spa, but it's not really. Self-care is doing things that make you feel good. It can be just reading. For someone like me, I love reading. In recent times, I haven't been able to read as much as I normally would, as I like to. You could be listening to music, singing, joining a community choir, joining a book club, joining a writing club. What makes you feel good? Exercise, meditation, even cooking. If it makes you feel good, go for it. Baking, 
whatever makes you feel good, that lights you up in a beautiful way, that energizes your spirits. Because what makes us feel good energizes us from inside. And no matter, that's why you see some people are sick and are in bed and yet their lives are still inspiring others. Because the glow is from within. So build up your glow. Spend time practicing self-care. Let the light in you, let it shine by doing the things that bring you joy, things that make you feel good, things that light you up. You know what they are. And if you don't know what they are, like I always say, take a moment, listen to your heart. You will find it. One other thing that we can do is number five, the fifth thing on this short list that I have from learnings from myself and other women. Focus on what you can control. Some situations may be beyond your control. You can't control other people's behavior. You can't control policies of government. You can't control the bylaws of your city. You can't control the challenges in the system where you find yourself. But one thing you can control are the one things that you can control are things that you have power over. For example, the COVID situation and the challenges around me, I had to let go of one of the places I volunteer because I could not continue. You know, sometimes I see people who write on social media that are taking a break. If I just this uh, yesterday, I think, I saw somebody put up a post that there are people I'm snoozing on social media because the toxicity is affecting my me in a way I don't want to be affected. So you have control over those. You have control over the relationships that you you keep. Places you go, places you volunteer, the tables where you find yourself. You have control on your internal um, habitat. How are you feeling inside you? You have control over your feelings. They say that you can't control the thoughts that come into your mind. You can control the thoughts that stay in your mind. Those are things you can control. And like I say, I said earlier on, what is in us is what determines how we're showing up outside. That's why feeding your spirits is important. Keeping your spirit calm, caring for your spirits is important. Even the Bible talks about bodily exercise profited little. But the other exercise that you really need to even be able to do your bodily exercise to show up in your physical self is the one in the spirit. So how are you feeding your soul? How are you feeding your spirit? What can make you feel more empowered? One of the things I've learned now is that the way we react to situations can disempower us or empower us. 
So we can control that too. We can give our power to people by how we react to what they do or say, or, you know, that is something I had to learn and I'm still learning. I've lost my cool. Oh my God. I was known as a hot temper, tempered person. I used to think even, <laughs> remember when I was getting married, my father called my husband to be answered. He just wants to give him a heads up on anger issues. Now, I found that doing that, I was frustrating myself. I was creating chaos inside of me. And the Bible talks about peace, God giving us peace in the eye of the storm. So you can be in a chaotic situation and still be peaceful. That you can control. So seek to strengthen the areas where you have control. The final thing I want to talk about on this, my list of six is professional help therapy. When hard happens, you have to talk to someone. Who's a neutral party? For example, if you have a child who is struggling with addiction, or not a child, could be a husband, could be anyone that you that is so close to you, struggling with addiction. And you don't have people around you who have had that experience. As much as your friends and family you may want to support, they may not have what it takes to support you through that because they don't have that experience. And even though you can go online, like I said, you may still need some additional support. That's where you go to a professional who can help you through a difficult situation. I have had the privilege of going to different therapists. But recently, I started with the youngest therapist I've ever had. She's not, I'm not sure she's up to 30 years old. But this young woman may have been, may have been my best therapist. She, she has dug into things, my childhood trauma and all the traumas that I've been living with or experiencing and really didn't acknowledge, but they have impacted me and they were impacting the way I've been showing up. She was able to help me see what I've been doing to cope. And that's amazing. Why am I bringing this up? People say I've gone to a therapist and it made no difference. You don't have to stop because you went to one professional and it you didn't get what you wanted from that person. You have to keep on looking for your own beautiful ending. Those who have beautiful endings don't have it by just throwing in the towel. They keep Looking, they keep showing up, they keep investing. I know many women who therapy has helped. Another thing that therapy 
does, professional help does is we are humans, so we have judgments and biases. Sometimes the support that we have around us is so judgmental that it increases the challenges that we have, this time with our mental situation. So you may want to seek professional help in addition to any support you have so that those judgments, you can address them in the professional space and learn how to care and how to be or how to show up in those other spaces of family and friends. And look, I'm even saying family and friends, sometimes these challenges in fact even where we the things we do at work and how we show up where we work and our businesses. So I just want you to look at these six things and see what you can apply. Remember that everyone faces hard times and it's okay. It's okay to ask for help. People say, I'm so used to giving, I don't ask for help. It's working for you. Keep going. But why I am a help seeker? I'm a help seeker. I'm a seeker of answers because there's more to this life than what we know. And we don't know what we don't know until we hear or learn about it. We have to keep showing up and getting as much support as we can to be the best that we, we are meant to be. I want to tell you, if you're a woman in a hard situation, these two shall pass. Focus on what you can control. Take action by taking a break, reaching out for support, practicing self-care. And please, please be kind to yourself. If you get through the moment, give yourself a point on them. Clap for yourself. Look at yourself in the mirror and say, well done. As I said before, when hard happens, know that it's only for a time it will. Yes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Messy and Stop Her. As I always say, if you apply these things and you keep stepping up to the podium of your life, Messy won't stop you. Take good care and see you next time.